Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the two pros and a cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah! Come on, Berto. Yeah! Come on, Berto. Yeah, what about Berto? Yeah, there they go. There they yeah. go. Yeah. There they go. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Right. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington. Well, Brady right. Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched select. Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So why the hell do the Dallas Cowboys have one of these games every year? Or a couple of these games every year? Like, what, 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 is, the, what is the most plausible explanation for why that happened yesterday at home against the awful Houston Texans who were rotating quarterbacks like they were rotating interior linemen during that game. Why the hell did that game play out the way that it did? What's the best explanation for the Cowboys mm-hmm. every year? Go ahead, Q. You can have it. I mean, I'm just going to say the one constant is Dexter Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, like that's that's the one constant, right? I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I view this team, and every single year we kind of watch them. We know they're talented. We know what they're capable of. And I don't know. Maybe you say it's Jerry Jones. Maybe you say it's their owner and the culture that he's created there. Because they, it's all it, it's been like this for a while, like a team with so many talented players, yet they just they have one of those games that makes you scratch your head, and and or maybe you want to chalk it up to the fact that it's the NFL. And this league is built for parity. There, there's, you know, even the worst team in the Houston Texans can go on the road and play one of the better teams tough. 
And, and ultimately, you know, the Cowboys still won this game. But these are the types of games that every single year it makes you lose any faith in Dallas doing anything once they get to the playoffs. And, and look, they're 10-3 and three football team, LeVar. Yeah. Can we admit they're going to the playoffs now? <laughs> yeah, well, I told you I, I backed up on that last week. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I ate that. Um, Just do what I do. Lie and say you never said it. Yeah, that's what Jonas does. No, yeah. no, no. Every I, time. I own it, but but my reasoning for thinking that they're not a playoff team still is alive. And that's because I don't trust their offense. I just don't trust their offense. Okay, hold on. Why don't you trust their offense? Because uh, I don't trust that. <laughs> I mean, okay, a buddy was talking to me about this, and this is where this conversation is like leading me to. Like, what's his signature moment? His entire career starting for the Dallas Cowboys. Like, can you think of one signature win where you go, oh, I remember that. Like, yeah, like that was that was it. He out-negotiated Jerry Jones. That's a signature moment. Yeah. Literally. That's a very signature moment. With a signature. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple. Yeah. yeah. Multiple. Yeah. A lot of zeros, yeah. too. Initials, all kinds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah other than that, I mean, I mean, a he's a great dude. He's a good leader. I just, I think when you're looking back now on him and in comparison to, like, where would you even rank him amongst other quarterbacks within the NFL? I mean. Well, people will use stats to paint a picture of of a higher level of of accomplishment and achievement but I just don't right. I don't see it like I know he's won a lot I know he's been a winner I I do know that uh I know he has great stat lines I do know that I'm aware of that I just I just have not seen this team definitively go to a level where you're like yeah like, they're dangerous. Here's, this is a dangerous team. Here's the other thing. So, we all agree Houston's an awful football team, right? Yes. All right. Yes. I- Indianapolis is a bad football team, right? Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they have, at least they have personnel, though. But they're, but Indianapolis. But they're not, they're not in a great place. Yeah. yeah they're, sure, they're, they're a sure. four win football team. Yeah. Yeah. Going into that, whatever the hell you call that fourth quarter last week against Indianapolis, it was only a two point game. So, it's not like, well, it's just this one game again. No, man, like Indianapolis was competitive in that game. And Dak Prescott was was awful yesterday. And look, I, I understand why the Texans, you know, want to go for it. You're at that point and you figure, all right, well, let's make them drive all the way down the field and, and give Dallas credit for driving down the field and getting the getting the score and getting the win. But I don't know if you're a Cowboy fan, how you walk away from yesterday's game and go, yeah, whatever, don't worry about it. Like at some point, like you got to worry about it. I mean, it. but like, Cowboys fans yeah. say that about everything, though. Well, can, can I throw this out there for you guys? Do you remember when Dak was out, and it was the Cooper rush? Yep. Do you know you want to know why that argument even happens? Because your starter hasn't separated himself so much from the backup that you even have that debate. Like, do we really have that debate about Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or whoever's behind him or Justin Herbert or whoever's behind him? No. I mean, we don't even have that conversation about Tua and whoever's behind him, Joe Burrow, whoever's behind him. I mean, think about that for a second. Kirk Cousins, whoever's behind him. We don't have those conversations about those guys. We really don't. And, and that's the difference is, like, Cooper Rush came in and we were almost going, Uh-oh. oh, maybe this should be the People were literally saying maybe this should be the guy. Yeah. Like, the rush is on. I'm, I'm like, if your starter has, has differentiated himself so much so from the back of you, that, that debate's never even happening. And so I just I feel like it's easier to then 
entertain those ideas of a guy like Cooper Rush or name what other quarterback would potentially do just as well in the system is because you're looking at your starter and you're saying, well, what does he do extraordinarily well? Like, what's his skill set that's so different than everyone else? And look, sometimes those things are intangibles that you can't put your finger on, and maybe it's leadership quality, toughness, grit, some of those things that are harder to to see on tape, like a big arm or the ability to make off-platform throws or you know, extremely accurate intermediate downfield throws, you know, whatever the case is, running ability like Lamar Jackson has. Like I get sometimes it's harder to see those things, but we really don't like we really don't have those conversations with some of these other quarterbacks who have established themselves. Dak Prescott started long enough to establish himself. That was a narrative earlier this year. And you got to ask yourself why. Like, why was that even a narrative that people talked about earlier this season? And I think it has to do with the fact that Dak Prescott struck a, a second contract at the right time. But ultimately, will he be able to get this team past a certain point? I, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like that. No. It, it just doesn't in my mind. Dallas struck pay dirt when they brought on Dan Quinn. Because if you have the same defense pre-Dan Quinn, where is this team at right now? I mean, it's the defense that was the difference in that game. They they were holding up. I mean, you look at the point totals, like the output of, of scoring, the defense has been doing their best outside of being that Ravens-type defense that was really scoring. You know, they were turning, you know, that, that – you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense that won the Super Bowl. You know, you look at teams that didn't have the craziest, craziest of of offenses when you have a strong defense, that defense has turned turned turnovers into points. And right now you don't see Dallas generating points on defense, but they're keeping them in games. Like they kept them in that game and it gave them the opportunity to have a last a last minute drive that that won the game for them. Think about what you just said. The defense kept them in the game against the Texans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if if the defense like you know what's funny, I know Michael really well. I'm looking at Micah's face on camera. Like, did y'all see his face? How dejected he looked it. <laughs> oh, he looked looked it. Um, it, it, it they know. They know that they, that they are are trying to balance out a, a, a lopsided approach to what's going on or lopsided, you know, results. They know that they're doing that. And that's the interesting part for me is how far do you go knowing that your offense can't be trusted? You can't trust them. And that's just what it is. You can't trust the Dallas offense. So if you don't have that defense gigging the way that they're gigging, and once you get to the playoffs, you know, I only know about it from from playing experience one time, but I will say this. The level of intensity that comes with playing in the playoffs is way higher. And and if they're lucky enough to get a good draw where they play, you know, a team that, that isn't that good in the first round, I don't know that that's a benefit to make it out of the first round against a weaker team only to go play a stronger team that what's going to happen? What's going to happen when you go up against a team that has the offense that can deal with your defense? What's going to happen? 
is your is your offense going to be prepared to step up and even out the playing field and give you points to make you competitive in the game? My answer to that is still incomplete. And as long as it's incomplete as an NFL team, I don't have the confidence that they can make a legitimate Super Bowl run or even get to the NFC championship game prior to the Super Bowl. By the way, Dak Prescott's got nine interceptions on the season. Matt Ryan leads the league with 13. But Dak also missed how many games? Four or five games? Five, yeah. Like, like he hasn't been good this year. And so, like, you're just you're watching this going, okay, if it's, if it's got to be the defense and they got to run the football, like, like, yeah, but that's a lot of money you gave a quarterback who now all of a sudden you come back a couple years later and say, thank God the defense bailed us out against the one-win Texans who were playing two quarterbacks. And you have had defenses in the past that have done that. But is this defense on that level? This is a really, really good defense, a really talented defense. But I'm not putting them in, in, in the rankings of the Ravens in 2000 or the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in, what was that, 01? Like, I'm not I'm not putting them on that 03. level. 03. I'm yeah. not putting them on that level. So if you don't have a defense that has Hall of Famers up front on the back end and then on the back end, like a Rondé Barber, a, a John Lynch, a Derrick Brooks, a Warren Sapp, a Simeon Rice. Like, I'm not putting those guys on that level. Like, Demarcus is, Lawrence is is nice. Like, he's nice. Micah Parsons is nice. Can Do they have the ability to be on that level? Sure. You know sure. what they need? What do they need? OBJ. That's oh, what they need. Oh, you know, okay. and in fact, they need him. Well, not until the playoffs, though. Yeah, because OBJ season, wants yeah. to play in the big <laughs> games when the lights is on. Yeah, forget about, forget <laughs> did, about all did that. Did that bother you guys when he said that? I mean, it's, I'll be honest with you. I, I think there's there was going to be a reaction to it, but I understood what he meant. And I would just say, generally speaking, people probably won't like this. If you can get away with that, you do it too. Like if you could basically say to a team like. If y'all don't need me during the regular season, why wouldn't I just wait until the games actually matter to get involved? Now, I'm, I've obviously I've played, and I understand like you need time, you need chemistry, you need all those things to build up with your quarterback. And I think, you know, when when OBJ first got to LA last year, you know, you didn't see it really pay off in the regular season. You saw it pay off in the playoffs. And, and that's where I think he, if he wants to be with the team, he needs to be with the team to to you know build on that. But, I mean, part of me didn't really have much of an issue with it. He, when he's there, he works hard. He does what he needs to do, and he'll be ready. Like, I, I can understand, like, what he was saying from the standpoint that he's had, what, two ACL injuries in the same knee? Yeah. And I think they cleaned up another knee. I mean, there was a lot of things going on there. So I, I think at this point, you can understand why he's like, I'm not going to risk it unless we're going for a championship. And that's when, when I'll put it on the line. I don't have a problem with him. And I don't have a problem with what he said, so it's kind of that doesn't you know, that doesn't bother you, like him saying like, it's his knee, it's his life, it's his career. Like, no, it doesn't bother. I don't. Me I, I don't need to show you anything in the regular season. Just uh, I'll be there when it counts. It's like and and his his point I mean, by the way is his current status, his current situation. You know, I think he I think he's trying to get on a team. Obviously, I think. Um. He's in the situation where he's not getting picked up. 
So I'm if I'm him, I'm basically saying, look, like, that's cool. Come get me in the playoffs. I'm not playing just to play at this point. Now, I will say that if I'm OBJ, what are you playing for? Like with, with your health concerns and, and, you know, where you are right now currently, what are you playing for? And I would assume you're playing for the opportunity to win championships. So if you can wait it out and and get picked up, but that doesn't that doesn't justify the whole I want to be able to settle down. I want to be able to wake up at 6 a.m. and, and leave <laughs> at 6 p.m. I was like, what? It kind of throws off that narrative. It's like, yeah. what? Where, where are you at with everything? You think it's because he was talking to a bunch of NBA players and he was like, well, this is kind of like load he management. He might have been yeah, feeling himself. He yeah, might have yeah. been feeling himself in that moment. Yeah. You know, you were at the barbershop with the LeBron James crew. I mean, you know, you might have been feeling yourself a little bit. That's possible. How does it feel to feel yourself a little yeah. bit, you know? I never What's feel like, like I've ever really on, wanted you're, to outwardly act Clint. like I'm feeling myself. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you get around people and it's just hard not to be feeling yourself. Like, man, I'm in the room talking with – I can recall one time I was at a blackjack table with 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 I mean, Michael Birdo. Jordan. <laughs> well, it is blackjack. Oh, my I mean, gosh. I don't know if Jack was black, and that's how it became Black oh, yeah. Jack. But oh, yeah. I just know Maybe I was he, at the Black Jack table. Wow! Get canceled yeah, now. There you right. go. Racist. What was his last name? Jack. First huh. name Black. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we were sitting there, and and it's Michael Jordan, it's Charles Oakley, Charles Barkley, and Patrick Ewing. Now, where in that equation do I fit? Spectator. <laughs> And the only reason why I'm standing there, just so everybody's clear, because for one, I didn't even know the chips that they were using even existed. Okay, whatever those color chips they were using, I ain't know. I ain't never seen those were in they my like life. Ten grand? No, they were like twenty five, and and they're they're chocolate chips, is what they are. So there you go, blackjack. They, they, they do chocolate chip. They there do twenty five thousand dollar chips. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, That's and awesome. they was and they was like putting them bad boys up on there like it was like betting nickels, like this ain't nickels. This is like two hundred G's that you just put up on on here. And them sons of guns was blackjacking and stuff like it's crazy. Anyway, so I was in Washington at the same time MJ was in Washington, right? So this is my only only reason why I, I'm even close enough to them. And I forget where were we? Was it? Atlantic City. I want to say it was Atlantic City. And they called MJ called me over. And I had met Pat Ewing as well. So I I was familiar with Pat Ewing and they called me over and that was the first time I had met Barkley and um first time I had met Charles Oakley, but they were fans of me. Like Charles Oakley was a fan of me. So I'm sitting there and they're telling me how much they're a fan of me while all these people are waiting down like they couldn't come into the high roller area, so I'm sitting up there, and I literally had like a 10-minute conversation with these dudes while they're playing. I'm the only one up there holding court with these dudes, and I was feeling myself. Yeah. So they were saying stuff, and I can't remember or recall exactly what I said. It'd probably be incriminating to me as a person of high moral character and values, um, but I was just talking out the left side and the right side and probably the back side of my neck in terms of just my responses. Feeling yourself. I was feeling myself. Yeah. 
And then when I walked out, it was like, yeah, y'all bitches move out of the way, you know, and that meant everybody. Not, yeah. not that wow. wasn't that yeah. wasn't connected to any, you know, gender or anything that. like that. Yeah. But I was like, y'all bitches just get up out of the way. You know, Lavar's coming through because I was still I was still walking with the afterglow of feeling myself with the goats. And, and I kind of walked through the, the casino that way because people were following me around like, you know, oh, wow. Like, who are you? Like, wait, hold on. Hold on. You don't know who I am? Yeah. Like, like cause I was still feeling myself. And so. also, you parlayed it into this show. See? So, like, that's. I don't like understand all of that. how that means. Well, that, like, like, that, mean? like that, that all led you to this point. Like, feeling yourself with Michael Jordan betting $25,000 chips, and you parlayed it into this show. Well, the, I'll say this some coffee creamer that looks like Elmer's glue in it. Yeah, comes out. well, that's true. The only time I ever saw dudes go harder than that on a blackjack table was Kevin Plank and Michael Phelps. And at that time, I was already acclimated to. The, the chocolate chips and they were using them bad boys and I was and I was participating in that one. Huh. Ooh. And look 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 Q, I'm using hundreds, right? I'm using thousands. Right. What are the black chips? Thousand, I uh, believe. 100. What what are the what is the green chip? What racist. What? The green I, I thought the, the green, green one was twenty twenty five. Yeah. There's one that's above the black chip. Anyways, I would yeah. use and maybe it's purple. I think it's purple. It might be purple. It's purple. Yeah. So I was using right purple here. chips, right? They're using chocolate chips. And I I pulled out a, 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 a pair of aces. I pulled out a pair of aces. And and it's funny because on that, that one in particular. You split them bad boys? Well, Phelps put a chocolate chip under my bet. And he was like, I'm going in on your bet too. Yeah, so I pull aces and he splits them. Because yeah. I'm not splitting that. Like Why? I don't, I don't well I didn't What's have the, the money showing? I didn't have the money to do it. Oh gotcha. He put a twenty five thousand dollar chip under my chips. So yeah. I had mine on. I said I'll I'll put mine on top of yours, but I can't cover, you know, he was like, We're splitting that. We split the aces and got two blackjacks. There you go. I walked That's away. That's why you split them, buddy. I, yeah. I walked away. That's why you split them. They you kept split them and double that. They thing. kept going, I walked away. Yeah. I, I got paid. Yeah. I got paid, but not like his paid. Like I was looking at the Split fact it and hit it, that he got way more paid than I did off of my own hands, and I was like, kind of like, you know, that's, that's you know what how, that was called. What's that? That was a business decision, right? Business there. decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Good for you. There you go. But you gotta be willing to lose <laughs> hold that. On. Hold on, Jonas. What, what would we call that story? Is that relatable? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, because, like, everybody driving around on their way to work or, you know, some guy listening on the iHeartRadio app in 20-degree weather, you know, just doing construction. I mean, he, too, has yeah. gambled with $25,000 well, chips. He doesn't have flippers for feet. You know what I mean? That's true. Sorry. <laughs> if your flipper you ever... feet work, then you'd be able to do the same exact thing Michael Phelps is doing. Did you guys ever see that sports science where they broke down Michael Phelps' body and they're like, it's perfectly designed to swim in the water? Because he's got such a, like, a long torso he and like, shorter legs to like propel. And his feet are... His wingspan, his feet. He's they, got like webbing or they something. Got good we- yeah, they got yeah. good width to him and all that stuff. Like, yeah. That wasn't the first time though someone pointed it out, Jonas. Wasn't there another time someone pointed it out? Something going on like that? Uh, with Michael Phelps? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, that'll be well. Uh-oh. What happened? What y'all talking about? Just, uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> what? You got to be... Uh, Uh-oh. You just got to double check sometimes who you're hanging out with. Yeah, you know, you just just, gotta, just make sure you're sure. You know. But but knowing Mike, he yeah. probably was sure. Yeah. Just 
yeah. at the time. Which way, he, he was, which way you're hanging? Yeah. Well, you, uh, I mean, I'm just saying at the time he was probably, oh, you, you know, know. Hey, hey, you know. I mean, if they're in the urinal next to you, I would probably get out of there. That's all I'm saying. You know, I would just. It just depends. Just just depends. Probably pretend like nothing happened. Oh, yeah. Let's get the break. Uh, Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. All right, so coming up next, uh, we've now got another look, another look at a star player in the NFL, and it's not a good one. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. 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 Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. I don't know any more words. That's the part I know. That's me too, man. I mean, I know that I want to wish you a Merry Christmas party. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the other version. Uh, no, oh, it, oh, is it? Is the other version? Police stopped my car or stole my car? Stop. Oh, okay. 
Do a Merry Christmas. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. We're going to have an FSRIR coming up in, we'll call it a little over 15 minutes from now. I want to welcome you back to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own. Backed by Lifetime Warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime Warranty. Free home delivery. BigGreenEgg.com. So you guys want to hear uh, Deshaun Watson's thoughts talking with the Who? media yesterday. Deshaun Watson, uh, he had some thoughts uh, talking about part two of his return to the NFL and playing for the Cleveland Browns. And Deshaun Watson spoke about the offense following another sort of lackluster performance. Here was the Browns quarterback. Can you see the possibilities of what this thing can be? Most definitely, yeah. Um, I saw it beforehand. I saw it before I was playing. I saw it when Jacoby was out there. And, I, and in the last two weeks, I see it. We all just got to continue to see it. Continue to see it, get through the same lens, through the same eyes. Not just with me and the players, but also, you know, with, with Kevin and AVP and the whole offense. You know, there's things that they're learning that I like in certain situations. Same thing with me in certain situations. I got to learn with them. So, um, you know, this is a process and we got to keep going together and sticking together and keep pushing forward. All right. So there it is. That's Deshaun Watson summarizing uh, part two of his performance with the Browns. You know, he uh, sounds like such a likable, modest, humble dude. You know what I mean? Like under different under different circumstances, you're sitting there and like you totally buy into it. And not face value, you probably can't buy into what it is that he's saying. Buy into what? Just what he's saying. Like seeing the vision of being a better offense and what they do well and how that can play out for them. It just sounds, I don't know, I hate to say this to be honest, but we do talk radio. He just sounds creepy to me. (laughs) It's like creepy. I I, I don't even want to say who I think he sometimes sounds like. Oh. It's kind of creepy to me, man. I, no, but on on those lines, yeah. Like now that we know what we know, now that we know what we know, I'm just, not even gonna say who we remind that that sound reminds me of. You sure? I don't want to say it. Who is it? Just say it. I'm not saying it. Or I'm not saying it. it publicly. Oh, okay. Well, I would love to know. I will. I will send you yeah. that name. I'll All send right. it via text. I will not say it. I decide promise. if you want to communicate uh, that. I, I, I will lawyer. not say. I assert my rights under the Fifth Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, Berto. It just, it just, it's always the same sound, right? And you know, when you watch like movies of people who've done like really, really crazy s, they they kind of have this same way about them, yeah. right? The same look about them, like like you know, don't have too much everything's, emotion. Everything's good. Everything's cool. And don't it's kind of even. Don't freak out or anything. I, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, man. Um, all right, so back they, to football. Well, they don't. Uh, <laughs> well, Jonas saw who I saw. Yeah, I definitely did. Oh. I mean, tell me, am I wrong with that assessment? Not, not at all, man. Not at all. Here. That's why a lot of people sit. You know, when Deshaun was uh, wanting oh, to come oh, back. Wow. So I that's why I don't want to say that good. public. That's what very, me very good. When Deshaun was wanting <laughs> to come good. back, that's why a lot of people were ready to say beat it. But you know, <laughs> here he is. So, whoa, so whoa, here he is. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold, hold on. So here he is. And, uh, and well, I'll tell you this much. The offense or, or, or none of those right. were my they've lover. Got one, <laughs> they've got one touchdown in eight quarters so far. It just hasn't been a thriller. You know, it's tall offense. I agree. Like, it's, I'm 100% on board with that. I mean, for $230 million, how do Browns feel, fans feel right now? I mean, or, or or do you think they've already like thrown in the uh, thrown in Deshaun's towel on this season, <laughs> oh, and, they're, wow. and they're waiting on uh, next season? 
Well, it's they funny. have to be careful with that because it could yeah, be considered could, to be a weapon. That's know, right. It could be a like mass destruction. Captain America's shield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pizza peeler. Iceman. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> see, offensively, it just doesn't look all that hot. And uh, I know, Brady, you were a big fan of that decision on fourth down yesterday. Uh, okay. Hold on for, for a second. <laughs> Anyone who saw this game, it's fourth and one, and, and I get it. All right? like uh, <laughs> I'm not a casual. I watched last week. I saw them bring in Jacoby Brissett all right, on a fourth and short situation. But they do it again. You, bring in, you take out Deshaun Watson. You bring in Jacoby Brissett. And they run a play-action pass, a shot towards the end zone. I think he like overthrew. I think it was Donovan Peoples-Jones in the corner of the end zone. He's wide open. It's a complete missed opportunity. And I'm thinking to myself, I understand the intent. But you're paying this dude $230 million. Like, you don't take him off the field. You make him complete that pass. And mind you, isn't Deshaun Watson a better runner or more of a run threat anyway? Yes. Than Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. So, like, are you telling me that <laughs> – Putting, even putting Deshaun Watson back in shotgun on fourth and one, he could take off and scramble on a run play probably just as easy as Jacoby Brissett's going to sneak a first down from under center. I just that, – that absolutely, you know, falls in the category of being too cute. And it's – people will say I'm crazy, but it's little decisions like that that add up. And when someone's looking for a reason to move on from you, if you're talking about Jimmy Haslam as, as the owner – and Kevin Stefanski, like those little things go down in that legal pad, that notebook, and it adds up mm. over a period of time. They just go, yep, this isn't working. Mm. Like we, we traded for this guy. We took on all that public backlash about signing a guy who hadn't played in the year, all these allegations off the field and everything else that has transpired. You traded for him and you paid him. Mm. And you're not going to use him on fourth and one? What? Like, I just – that decision blew my mind. And I can only imagine how Browns fans are feeling right now because, that, I mean, this is the guy – like, you want the ball in his hands on fourth and one. It's why you paid him. What are we doing? You think Stefanski what, – what would you put the odds at Stefanski getting clipped this offseason? Like, if it goes poorly down the stretch and, and they've got Deshaun Watson back and say they lose to Buffalo – or uh, you know they've got New Orleans, they've got Pittsburgh and Watt. Like if they if they win one of their you know last four or five games here, who's and, bad? Like if, so if they are bad, and I mean, <laughs> you know, however you, <laughs> however you listen, I, I mean, I'm just I'm just wondering, like at what point does do the Browns look at this and go, all right, maybe we we do need to go in a different direction and get another coach in here? Like, is it is this? Do you think it gets to that point, or does this so, season? So what you're saying is there's going to be a whole lot of people looking in the mirror. You know, there's going. Well, yeah, I think there's oh, going to okay. be a lot of that, and so look, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. Like, it just the point being, the the, the point being. Hey, do you do you remember the time when? <laughs> Whoa, what time was that, Q? What 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 time was that? Well, it was it was it was dangerous, but it was it was the time when um, <laughs> when y'all loved football. No, I, I would have said Jimmy Haslam was operating like a smooth criminal, just moving oh! coach after coach. <laughs> I mean, and as a Browns fan, all I'd say is, all I gotta say is that they don't really care about us. Like Man. the Haslam family doesn't care about us. You know, oh, you know yeah. the way that makes me feel. <laughs> 
All right, let's get back on track here. Is is there some degree of this? Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their redestein test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I look at for Stefanski's job security, I say, like, this season they're just trying to get through but it's all about 2023, yes. the future. And, but I, I do feel like he'll have a short leash next year. Uh, I, I do get that sense. And I also feel like, you know, whether or not this is right, these conversations happen, there will, will be some preliminary discussions with some potential candidates. I think if Stefanski falters early next year, and you could see him be maybe one of those coaches in the hot seat early that doesn't make it through the season in 2023 if they don't turn things around. You know what it feels like to me? This season doesn't really matter. Like, it really doesn't matter. Like, the, the remaining games, I think this is just going to be... They don't really care about us. Like, I, I think this is just going to be... Let's see what we got with Deshaun. We'll work out all the, you know, the rust and everything else that comes along with him being out for as long as he has. And then we get into next season and we start fresh. It mm. almost feels like it doesn't matter what happens the rest of the way. That's it. Like, we're just going to try some stuff out. So, that, this, that suspension, but 
but Stefanski time like, is what, what like, yeah, like this, the whole cue. This what, is basically have to think, Deshaun's right? preseason. Yeah. This is Deshaun's preseason, the remaining you know few games here. Yeah, and then you roll out next year, and then and then Same you see where sensible. we're at. Yeah, plausible. So, there's uh, there's that. Well done by everybody involved, by the way. The way to that that was pretty fun. Well done. Yeah. All right, so coming up next, we are going to have an FSRIR things from a busy weekend to report issues, ailments, you name it. It's yours here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 Wow. Uh, Well done, Birdo. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. how many people Um, caught it. Coming up. uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Pretty hard not to. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I think we went through the whole catalog. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Uh, but all right. So oh, coming up people, about ten minutes from now, we are going to uh, we are going to get into a conversation about two teams headed in opposite directions, and could we have seen the end of one player's season yesterday? We'll have that for you here on FSR. Before we get to another FSR IR, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash and any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. After your sports weekend, happens. So it's time to get the FSR IR report. All right. So who's got what they want to report this week? Anybody got any issues? Injuries? Does Lee have one he needs to tell? Yeah, come on, Lee. Oh, man, I am hurting. I am. Uh, my back is stiff. I, I got oh, yeah? rained out on our, our camping trip. We, uh, we had to leave a day early. It rained so hard we had to park the, uh, the truck on the other side of a mountain and then hike out the next day through the mud up a hill carry the cooler we had to drink all the beers early because that was too much to carry mm. so uh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hurting you guys mm. yeah i mean are you gonna be all right yeah i'm gonna be all right well, yeah but just... at least your liver doesn't hurt okay yeah. <laughs> hey uh so berto we were debating on friday did you hit the over on beers drank on thursday night at the game uh, I think it was at four and a half uh, for the uh, for the Raiders. And Jonas emphatically said he knows with proof yeah. that you exceeded you it. Yeah. Berto and well, I were interacting. Outside, I had about six. Inside, I had four. So you hit the under. Yeah. Thank Are you, you sure about that? I won then. I yeah. won that one. But then when I, I got knew home, it was going to be like another twelve. I <laughs> knew it was going to be outside. <laughs> See, outside is the one. That's the one where you load up. 
Like, I got a text late from Birdo, and I thought, God, I hope everything's all right. And it was just a picture, and I said, okay, he's good. Like, we're good here. But you're I mean, getting after one, it. One trip takes about 10, 15 minutes, which roughly hits 30 minutes of wait time. It takes 10 to 15 minutes so, to get a beer To walk so to your seat, to go stand in line, get your beer, go back, what, 10, 15 minutes? They don't have no, beer carts? It didn't take you that long? Uh-huh. It took me that long. So I did the, I did the math, so I got two. Yeah, were you getting beers or Long I got Islands? two beers. Huh. I got two beers. Yeah. Now, granted, I didn't know my way around so far like that, but it did take me like 15 minutes to, to do the whole process. So that's says 30 minutes. So I'm going to get two. So if I got two, did you did you get two at one time, Berto? Correct. Yeah, yeah, there to. you go. Yeah, who doesn't do so that? So two trips, on. so two trips for four beers is that's like that's good math. It's good math. Hmm. Well, listen. And he would only tie the 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 over. He would only tied it the, the the amount if he would have went back for a third trip. So he literally would have had to do four trips to exceed the six. Wasn't the number set at six? No, it's four and a half. I thought it was set at six. No, four oh. and a half. Oh well, where does six come from? I have no idea. Yeah, you guys said six. I didn't. <laughs> Lee <laughs> no, said six. Nobody said six. Nobody said six. Nobody. No. That, I thought that number. Oh, came I did, from somewhere. Berto said he had six in the before he got yeah, in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then all right, so okay. there was that. But listen, so yeah. he beat the over, but then tied it. Okay. My liver hurts. It's great to have you guys back, though. Wasn't the same without Lee and Berto. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.